Welcome to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. Well, really outside of Seattle, we're in South, South Bellevue. Um, and you know what? Because Make it sound so fancy. It is fancy, South actually. Bellevue. I, well, Bellevue is kind of fancy. Yeah, you know? It's, like, it's like a little actually, fancy. Right. Um, so we're not fancy at this end. Well, I don't know. We're kind of fancy, you know, like because this becomes a podcast. And a True. lot of people don't understand. We come in and do this live. A lot of production goes into it. You know, we we have Jen organizing everything with Vinny taking care of everything. And, I mean, it's it's actually quite a production. Uh, so we're I think we're a little fancy in Fancy Bellevue. Um, and one of the things I get to do, which makes me extremely happy, is I get to interview other authors and spiritual teachers who are also on the leading edge of thought. And that's what I get to do today. And one of my favorites, the beloved Alan Cohen, who is a phenomenal um, spiritual teacher and a prolific writer. In fact, the book we're going to be talking about, Friends in High Places, will be book number 30. I can't believe what a prolific writer you are, Alan. Alan, um is also an incredible coach, a life coach. He teaches people holistic life coaching techniques so they can have their own business and be extremely successful in helping other people navigate the world um, to inspire others to be their best selves. And uh, he's phenomenal at it. Uh, his students um, arrive from that course highly successful and definitely know how to navigate their new career. So I'm thrilled to always refer my clients and friends to your program, Alan. It's just amazing. And now you don't live in Hawaii anymore. I'm, I'm sorry that you left, you know, the beautiful islands, uh, living on Maui and the Big Island for many, many, many years with your close, beautiful friends like um, Ram Das, who's now passed over, and also Wayne Dyer, who's also now passed over. Um, but now you're with us on the mainland, you know, living in California, not too far from us, which we are thrilled with your beautiful partner, Dee, and your baby dogs, because they are your babies. And I'm I'm telling you right now, as we bring Alan on to the show, Friends in High Places is my absolute favorite book of yours. It <gasps> is stunning. I think it's timely, beyond beyond timely. It's really quite magnificent. And you've been hiding things from us, Alan. <laughs> you've definitely because you've been hanging out with channelers and psychics and all kinds of interesting people, which I kind of found out ab- about that when you and I first met. We were both I'm um, speaking at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival, and we were at a party, and we're, we were both a little bored, and we're standing in the living room. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. We were bored. We were. We were. We were bored, and we, you know, said hi to each other, and we started to, to ask each other some questions, and I was telling you how much I love Emmanuel and Friends, the book written, the book's written by Pat Odegaard, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. I can't remember. And you know her. She's passed now, but you you knew her, and I was like, "What? You knew her? Oh my gosh!" And she was a fabulous channeler for Emmanuel. Um, so I, I shouldn't be surprised by all of your psychic experiences that you've been having for decades that you're now sharing with us, so that others yeah, yeah. can have these experiences themselves. So welcome to the show, Alan. It's a pleasure to have you. Oh, it's always great to play with you. Thank you so much, my dear. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So what made you decide to, you know, write this breakthrough guide to 
interdimensional communication. What gave you the inspiration to, and I'm not saying you were hiding these things, but eh, maybe a little, maybe just a little. Maybe a little. I was in the closet a little bit. (laughs) Um, I've had the blessing to work with many, many wonderful mediums and channelers and psychics over many years. And they've actually played a major role in my own healing and my own awakening. Uh, I just studied thousands and thousands of hours over many years. I thought, well, why hide this anymore? This is a very healing part of my life. So let me pass what I've learned along to folks who may be just a little bit behind me on the path. And so there's lots of tips and tools and techniques for how to find a good psychic, how to work with one, uh, how to discern between genuine material and not so genuine material, how to take it to heart and make it really practical. So it's really a a very grounded, practical guide to interdimensional communication. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I, you know, you break up the book into chapters about each of your experiences with these incredibly gifted, talented, authentic, you know, beings. Um, But before you got to that whole place, you know, you're in school, you're, you know, you're having your own experiences until you finally find a holistic psychology program for your grad program. And you meet all these compassionate people you know, who finally get you to where you want to be because this is how you want to authentically work with others, right? Yeah, and yeah. and I think it's around that time you start running into all these interesting people who talk yeah. to dead people all day long. <laughs> well, they found me. I, I never <laughs> go looking for channelers, but yeah. somehow they come into my radar and I start working with them. And the quality of the material is what gets my attention. It's not the woo aspect of psychism. It's like, Here's truth. Here's something that speaks to my heart. Here's something that works. So let me use this and make my life better. So um, I think I've received a lot of grace, Marie. I think I oh. just try my path to the best that I can. And, you know, good things come. It's, it's, I, I think it's <laughs> remarkable. So, of course, you you know, you, you showcase, I believe, six different, um, yeah. you know, multidimensional talent, which is really lovely. Carla, Hilda, Helen. Emmanuel, one of my favorites, by the way. Um, Abraham, also one of my favorites. And then Bashar, which I don't know. So I can't wait to really, you know, study. What I also love is that you spell out what all of this means. What does it mean to be um, a channeler who's not conscious during that time? Like Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham. She's not aware when she's channeling. And then people who are kind of semi-aware why they're channeling or others which is probably more, more common, who are aware when they're right. channeling, which I think right. the clear, I think actually the more unconscious you are, the, the more interesting it might be. But um, I quote you on that? <laughs> yeah, you can quote me on that. Of course, you can quote me on anything. Absolutely. Uh, so in the book you talk about, and I think it was with, if I get it correctly, Carla, um, yeah. you, you talk about th- this, um, and I could be wrong, so I apologize, but where two of these women come together and they have these really interesting experiences that lead them into channeling that they didn't know was going to happen. And they even test it out and research it. I mean, these stories are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Well, Carla Gordan was a um, minister, like a divine science minister, and she had a prayer partner named Helen, and they would meditate and pray together every day. And one day while she was meditating, she saw what seemed to be like a white dove just kind of like crashing into her brain. And she blanked out. And when she opened her eyes, there was her partner sitting there with mascara running down her cheeks and, uh, you know, a pile of used tissues in her lap. And 
called her, what happened? And her friend said, well, don't you know that for the past two hours, you've told me everything I ever need to know about my life? Yes. And so they said, well, is this weird or, you know, is this real? So they said, give us a sign. And the voice said, go see Mr. Peterson at the Jameson Mortuary and tell him his answer is yes. <laughs> and they had no idea of anything. It was just right, like, right. but they were faithful. They went. So I, I think of them like as Lucy and Ethel, you know, kind of coming through this mortuary. And they knocked on the door and they said, we have a message for you. The mortician answered. And they said, the guide wants you to know that your answer is yes. And he broke down. He said, most people don't know this, but I am dying. And uh, a few weeks ago, I wrote a letter to God, and I said, is there life after death? And I placed it in the jacket pocket of the deceased, and we closed the coffin, and he was buried. Nobody in the whole universe knew about that question, but now I have my answer. I can die in peace. So that's a good use of channeling, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is a phenomenal use of channeling, a beautiful story. And the book, the entire book is filled with stories like this, just yeah. fun you know, because people don't understand that when you work in the multidimensional world, and whether it's professionally or, or personally, and even if you are a professional, you do it personally. That's how you grow. It's right. so fun and it's so surprising. And it just keeps you believing in the world beyond this world because th there's yeah. no way these other things could ever have really happened <laughs> in the way that they happened if you weren't allowing yourself to have a multisensory connection and everyone deserves to have these experiences on earth, everyone is capable of having them for themselves at least. Right. And, um, and I love your book because that's what you do as you go into these really cool, amazing stories that are phenomenal. Um, then you help people allow themselves to have these experiences too. You know, one of the rules I have when people ask me, how do you find a good psychic or intuitive is, I, I feel like you have that when you're choosing that these are people that need to be really, really happy. Their life is going in a good direction because when you're listening to authentic information, you are your life gets better and more fulfilling and joyful and you make really good choices. And yeah. of course, they need to be accurate. You know, they need to have a history of having long accuracy with the people they work with. Um, but most of all, they need to be I mean, not everything in our life is going to be perfect all the time, but they need to be happy and fulfilled. That's a really good sign that they're listening to the divine. They understand the information. They trust it. They follow it. And magic happens in their life. And then it is in those moments that they can provide opportunities for others as well. Yeah. One of the main principles of the book is that there are universal principles that guide our lives. And when we use them, they make us happier. And that there is a world out there of guidance and healing and grace and forgiveness and support and insight that goes so far beyond the physical senses. And when you start to tap into it, you're, you're the heir to a great treasure. And it really makes life so much more meaningful and interesting and soul rewarding. So the book is all about soul reward and living from the inside out by the grace of higher power. Uh, that is just absolutely beautiful and amazing. And you so true. One of the greatest, you know, rules, if we universal rules is free will. Everyone has free will. So even when you listen to a psychic or intuitive or me, and I'm highly direct and very fast, you still need to listen to yourself. You absolutely have to listen to yourself. Uh, I, I was I was getting an astrology reading one year from someone who's now deceased, but a very famous astrologer. And uh, it was years ago before I um, wrote my book. 
And um, he told me while we were in the session that I would never be a published author. He, he said that to me. <laughs> and at the same time that he said that, I heard a voice. Because sometimes when they yeah. tell you things, it's because another voice can come in. One that you know or understand better. I heard a voice say, you will be a published author. It was, it was so clear. It was a voice I, yeah. you know, um, the tone was something that I was familiar with from previous moments where I have spontaneous division or delight in my life. And so when he said that, it didn't even upset me. I just thought it was so interesting. I was in this yeah. cool kind of bubble of having this multisensory experience with a human being I greatly respected and with the multisensory world kissing me and winking at me and giggling and me feeling confident at that moment more than ever that, oh, I was going to be published. Wow. Okay. Exciting. So I left that meeting happy, not even focused at all at what he said. But, yeah. he, but somehow that moment was able to happen because of the interaction that we were having together. Well, you're making a great point because no matter how good a psychic or astrologer is, you have to try all information on for size with your inner guide. And if it's a good psychic, lots of times the information will resonate. But if it doesn't resonate, you can't buy it. And you have to <laughs> fall back on the inner knowing greater than any voice in the outside world. We all have guidance. There is, there is a spiritual knowingness within us that will tell us the impeccable truth in any situation if we're willing to ask. So um, one, of my, one of the goals of my book is to help people while they're getting guided by external, external forces to fall back on what their spirit tells them more than what their ears hear. And then you've attained to, attained to spiritual mastery. I, I absolutely love that. So um, so we had a, a little chat about uh, Carla and Helen. Can you share something about Hilda? Because I just remember you, I, I felt when I was reading your information about Hilda that uh, it was kind of a love match. And I don't mean romantically, right, right. <laughs> but I just felt all this. And I know you love all of these beings and yeah, all of yeah. the human counterparts to these beings. But could you share a fun story about Hilda? Yeah, with well, us? she was a, a gifted teacher, and uh, she she had this uncanny ability to talk to uh, invisible entities, and they were very specific. There was like Pericles, the Greek statesman, and Red Cloud, the the Native American chief, and Jesus, and um, you know, when she was a little girl, she would have these entities visit her in her bedroom. She had no, no idea who they were. And one was a yogi who with a large belly and a line loincloth, and he was sitting under a tree in her vision. He was going eh, 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 like this. <laughs> she had no clue who that was. Many years later, uh, she went to India on a pilgrimage, and she heard about this guru named Sri Nityananda. She went to his ashram. And there he was, the exact same man with the belly and the loin cloth going, you know, like that. And so he, you know, he gave her a visitation that foreshadowed the fact that he would be her guru. And so the point is that, you know, the, there are entities and beings and saints and angels and guides and spirits and masters who are willing to help us yes. and are knocking on the door of our consciousness and our heart. And when we open our minds and hearts to receive them, we get so many more blessings than if we just kind of wandered around poking on the earth with blind leading the blind. And <laughs> so she did that for me and thousands of people for, I studied with her intimately for 14 years. And I, she really made that world very real to me. 
amazing. Uh, it, in it, that is just incredible. I mean, the stories in the in your book are beyond beautiful. They're so beautiful. I had experienced myself. I'm not religious. I've never read the Bible. Um, it, for some reason, it's just not an interesting document for me. Um, but I had a, a, a really, I was going through a very, very tough time in my life before I even knew I was psychic, which I apparently was ignoring my psychic ability for a while. Um, I had, uh, read books like Emmanuel and I'd read, um, Seth Speaks many, many times. I love, uh, the interesting story of, you know, that Jane Roberts brought to the world, um, really phenomenal. And anyway, I was in this really crazy moment in my life. I was pregnant. I was living very far away from my family. My uh, daughter's dad was actually out of the state that I was living in for a couple weeks. And something potentially terrible was going to happen in our life, like really, really bad, which I can't totally say, but it was really bad. And I was, you know, very distressed. I was probably, you know, 37 weeks pregnant and... Uh, I was crying one night and all of a sudden Christ just walked right up to me and you know, just walked right up to me, hugged me, didn't tell me if the terrible thing was going to happen or not, but told me everything was really going to be OK, regardless. Great. Luckily, Great. the terrible thing did not happen. Um, but I was so surprised because since I'm not religious and I've you know, never read the Bible, I think that's an important thing for people to understand that these hierarchy of beings who are so evolved who are devoted to the evolution of of consciousness are available to any of us all the time and that we need to not question their gracious help and love and support however they appear to us and i also think the universe loves to surprise us you know they're going to show us something that we weren't planning on experiencing right and that moment was so profound for me at I'm so grateful still 35 years later, you know, that, that, you know, Christ took time out of its yeah. busy schedule to comfort me. <laughs> Let's talk about him for a moment because okay. most people think of Jesus religiously, but I think of him personally. I, he's to me, he's not a religious leader. He's a dear friend and guide. And I think a lot of people have been turned off to Jesus because they had bad experiences with their religion but he was and is a person who is willing to meet each of us in our heart right where we are, regardless whether we go to church or not. You know, he, he was Jewish. He's one of my relatives. So he appears to Jewish people. And so, you know, it's let us let us let us see if we can rise beyond religious dogma and create personal connections with our guys, whether it's Jesus or Mother Mary or Buddha. They are available to us. They're not so far beyond us that we can't connect with them. They want to help us. If we just ask for help, it'll come. It's absolutely true. And then that reminds me about your book, too, how, you know, when you were young, um, you decided, because I don't think you were born into a Jewish family, were you? Yeah, I was born into oh, a Jewish family. Oh, because it's, it's, when I was reading the book, you found a, a, a Orthodox yeah. Jewish teacher. Yeah, I became Orthodox, yeah. Oh, so you were Jewish, but then you became Orthodox. Well, Orthodox exactly. is pretty intense. It's, it's very intense. There's more commandments than any human being could possibly keep up with you. Oh, wow. You because you're always doing something wrong. <laughs> and so you studied. I mean, you have always been a spiritual quest person studying with yeah. profound yeah. teachers in physical and non-physical forms. Yeah. So he yeah. was one of your first teachers, so to speak. Uh, really yeah. a father to you as well is how I felt, you know, a father figure for you. Well, you know, uh, after I got done being Jewish, somebody gave me the Christian Bible, and there were 
his words were in red. And I'd never read the Christian Bible. And I don't care what religion he was, those words were so compelling. He says, don't quit trying to take the speck out of the other person's eye when you have a log in your own. <laughs> That's the best psychology I've ever heard. So the, the, the authority of the teachings spoke to me. Well, I don't care who's saying them, but truth is true. And when you hear truth, it vibrates within you. It does. It, it really, it truly, truly does. Sorry, I'll, I'll be better at waiting before I speak. So in, in your lovely book, you uh, also talk about my favorite channeler pre present on earth, which is Abraham. Uh, you know, I listen to something Abraham every single day. Um, I, I don't necessarily read the material, but I love to listen to Esther. Even for five minutes, two minutes, you know, it can shift my vibration very quickly. In fact, I really believe listening to her and um, when I was questioning my career as an oncology nurse is what allowed me to just jump and vibrationally move into the career I have today. Uh, I truly believe that because my energy was so high listening to her. So can you tell me, you know, some of your thoughts about that chapter? Jerry and Esther for quite a while. Um, and we would get together a couple times a year. They're lovely, lovely people. And uh, I would occasionally ask Abraham a question, and he would give me a personal answer. Like we were at dinner one night, and I asked Esther a question. She said, well, let's see what Abraham would have to say. So she brought Abraham through, and Abraham gave me a great answer. And I said, well, thank you. That was really nice of you. And he said, well, we're all in this together. And it told me that even though Abraham's an enlightened being in the invisible plane, that there's a certain element of family that we all share, and he didn't want, they didn't want me to put them on a pedestal. They wanted to say they were all working with us together. And then at another time, I had to go to this legal meeting I was nervous about. And I, I called up Esther and I said, would you just send me some good vibes? She said, do you want to talk to Abraham? Well, sure. So she put Abraham on. And Abraham says, what makes you think that this kind of meeting is going to be bad? And I said, well, I've heard from other people who've had bad experiences. She said, well, he said, well, why do you think that their experience was a, would apply to you? They created their own result and you will create your own result. So, so we think you can sail through this and what happened to them has nothing to do with what happened to you. And they said, would you like us to go with you? And I said, sure. <laughs> so he said, we'll go with you. So the meeting was a piece of cake. It was so smooth. Happy resolution for everybody. It all worked out gracefully. It was like a miracle. And I realized that I was, in addition to being helped, I was given the teaching that I cannot I cannot create my own experiences based on other people's. I have to, I have to source my life from the inside out and not be influenced by their negative thoughts or experiences. It's really true. And I think all of these channelers and mystics are teaching that we're all one and that, you know, even though we're all one, we're also individuals. And yet that oneness is about vibrating in the highest, you know, frequency that we possibly can allow ourselves to, to have here on earth while allowing ourselves to have individual experiences, regardless of what's happening in the world. We don't have to have any of the same things that are happening in the world that we don't want to have, the low yeah. vibrational things. Yeah. doesn't yeah. matter how close they are to us. It doesn't matter if they're next door. It doesn't matter if it's happening in our work. It, it doesn't have to actually, that footprint doesn't have to touch our lives ever. Unless, of course, it's going to provide some wonderful learning experience for us, right? 
Um, but yes, I, I love that. My guides taught me an exercise in in the beginning. I always talk about the beginning because it was so interesting and fun for me, the beginning, um, where they asked me to do meditations where I was at a cocktail party, like in the heavens and people that I admire who are alive and crossed over were at the cocktail party and we were treating each other as peers. So Buddha and Christ, and maybe like Martin Luther King or Gandhi or whatever, and people that I admire that are in their bodies still, we're all there and we're just talking and they're saying, hey, how are you? And you know, and so I teach that to my students to allow themselves to have these experience in meditation mm-hmm. so that they can calibrate their subatomic particles to the truth that they are just as valuable of, as any sacred being that has ever existed. Yeah, and one, one of the chapters in my book is about A Course on Miracles. And in the course, Jesus, who dictated the course, said, I don't want you, I don't want your worship, I want you worship. And he says, I think of me as your elder brother who has walked the path a little bit ahead of you. And I want to share with you what I learned so you can meet me as an equal. And how comforting is that? That we're all equal to Christ or Buddha or Muhammad or Moses. If we just drop into our spiritual nature. There's only oneness. There's no hierarchy. There's no division. It's just we're all in this together. It's absolutely 100% true. And your book, this phenomenal and amazing book that you have created, uh, absolutely uh, allows people to explore that and to have their own personal experiences. And also, um, we have something else coming up, um, is that you are going to be having a lovely event. It's called the Light Virtual Summit. It's, go- it's a four-day virtual summit that will help you to remember your true spiritual identity and be a light to the world during these confusing times. Alan and guests will offer important insights, Q&A, brief coaching with individuals and guided visualizations in each session. Um, I know that I will be a part of one of those. I'll be making my appearance on December 6th. And I know you have Mike Dooley and several other incredible, amazing people that are going to be... Um, making their appearance and assisting you, helping to assist them. Um, you can find out all about this on my industry event page. Of course, go to alancohen.com and you can sign up for that. And Alan, you're offering this on a sliding scale to cover registration for the virtual summit, which is very interesting. Could you explain that a little bit? Yeah. 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 Well, it's an experiment. You know, uh, I want everybody to be able to attend. And I want able to, everybody to work with their for finances and their beliefs. So we have different slots and tiers, and people can sign up and pay what works for them. So um, everybody's happy. Everybody I, can come. Everybody's happy. I'm so excited. You know, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm thrilled to offer whatever I can and, and be with your other illuminating beings that you've um, organized in this incredible four-day virtual summit uh, to. Um, into the light virtual summit it's phenomenal it's you online and folks can ask you questions or make comments and you know uh, that'll be my fun to be with you for an evening and just share that'll, yeah that'll thank you and and for everyone to have you for all those days and all of your wisdom and your compassion and your guidance which is obviously very um well earned i mean seriously all the time you've been hanging out with with all these amazing people that you've been hiding from a little bit um, and I, I, I think this would be not only is it a, f- a fabulous book, but I think it would be a phenomenal book for a gift for the holidays. I'm going to buy each one for my kids. I'm getting um, th- this book for you because not only does it share things that I fully believe in that are super important for me. And, and the book, again, is called Friends in High Places. 
Um, but it, you also have a practical aspect to it that I think is really important for people. We need our logical minds to understand things so that we can allow yeah. consciousness to expand. And you did a beautiful job of marrying all of that together, which creates safety, which we already have. But, you know, the logical mind says weird things sometimes to us. Um, so thank you so much for writing this book and sharing these beautiful, deep, powerful stories. Friends in High Places, A Breakthrough Guide to Interdimensional Communication by Alan Cohen. Yeah, it just came out on Amazon. You're not, you're not holding it because it just came out on Amazon. But in a couple of days, you'll hold one. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're sending all of our love to you. And I will see you in December, um, if not sooner. And I wish you and Dee and your children uh, a great Thanksgiving and other holidays that are coming up. And we're so glad you're here on the mainland. Yeah. Well, I, it's such a blessing to be with you anytime. It's my pleasure. So I love you with all my heart. And I'm so grateful yeah. for what you're doing. You're a light to the world, Maria. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ellen. And as are you, I love you too. Have a beautiful day. Big hugs. Bye-bye. And uh, we are going to move on to the second half of the show. It's going to be open call and show day, Marie. So we got to get, uh, you know, the rest of those phone lines in. So 877-825-8828 for the Marie May and Cherry Show. And we'll be right back with more from Marie. I want to break free. Hello, this is Marie Manucheri, and I'm bringing back energy healing coaching this winter, every Wednesday, beginning January 12th through March 30th, between 5 and 6.15 p.m., 26 lovely, aware, conscious individuals will come together online to learn how to read their own and other people's energy. If you've ever wanted to have a practice in the energy medicine world, you definitely want to join this program. You will learn that the energetic particles that create your anatomy and physiology can be felt, seen, and heard through one's unlimited multisensory awareness. Please join me so that you can expand your consciousness and learn how to heal yourself and also facilitate others in the healing process. For more information, please visit energyintuitive.com. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Hello, this is Marie Mandicherry, and I'm thrilled to offer once again my Psychic Coaching Program. Starting this winter, January 10th through April 4th, for 12 beautiful weeks, you will join like-minded people, and we will work together to learn proven, powerful techniques so that you can harness this incredible energy in your life forever. You can use it personally, you can use it professionally, or you can use it for both. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150.
favorite song, Vinny. Thank you so much. I love it. And uh, I do too. Isn't it kind of brought back a little bit of the eighties? I me. mean, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, I love that song. That's beautiful. Okay, everybody, well, welcome back to the show. Yep. I'm taking calls, um, and I just want to remind people, we'll let you know, we only have two slots left in the Energy Healing Coaching Program. The Psychic Coaching Program, which will begin in January, both of them, is sold out. And, of course, I'm still teaching my SHIFT program. We will be we will enter Module 4 Next week, we have about 900 people who've signed up for that class. About 500 lives show up every Tuesday evening. And because all the modules are recorded, you can you can purchase the course whenever you want. Um, you can go to my industry page uh, at energyintuitive.com. Sign up for Alan Cohen's beautiful online uh, virtual, uh, light virtual summit, sorry, and learn from other intuitives in the world and spiritual teachers, along with Alan, um, for four days uh, during his beautiful um, program that which begins well i'm on december 6th so it is december 6th through the 9th Ooh, i'm the first one Ooh, at 5 p.m how exciting can't wait okay who do we have on the call sure uh let's give out the number uh, yet again if you uh, didn't get it the first time around or second 877-825-8828 for the marie manucherry show and we'll take a uh, laura calling in from either vancouver south or north i'm not sure which one hello laura hi hi laura how are you can you hear me yeah yep. i'm good thank you how are you I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Sorry, I'm asking Benny to hand me a pen. I forgot to grab one. He's like taking care of me. Thank you, Benny. Okay, what can I do for you? Um, I'm calling today to see if you can help me with some health questions. Yeah. Have a look at the health picture. Yeah, that's my favorite thing, by the way. My favorite thing. So, uh, good. Yeah, so what can I do for you? Uh, so yeah, it's just a health picture. I just want to say right off the bat, it's not an emergency. Yeah, Don't it's be not. Worried. I'm not worried. I've <laughs> already read related to. I've I've already okay. read part ahead. of your energy, so I know it's not urgent. You don't need to call nine one one. But it has been, you know, somewhat problematic and distracting. Would you agree? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, um, and I don't know what it is yet, but you do have a massive leak of energy in the first chakra. So the first chakra chakra is the root chakra and it's really difficult to heal anything when you don't have energy coming up into the first vortex first of all the the first chakra takes in energy from the earth and you're in physical form living on the planet so you need physical energy to help your body to heal that's just a reality uh, and so when you're leaking energy and I, I said I'm a big leak massive leak like you're, you're leaking your life force out of your body. You're definitely not pulling up earth energy. And then on top of that, you can't send energy to the first layer of the auric field. So you have this stunning aura around you, as everyone does. And the first layer of the auric field, I call it the physical reality, but it's literally a hologram with all of your anatomy and physiology, a carbon copy of it, in perfect and total health functioning around the in this aura, this first layer of energy that's the closest to your human form. And when people are grounded and they pull up earth energy, the root chakra, once it's fully fed, it will send energy to the first layer of the auric field. And when the first layer of the auric field has energy, the hologram will then tell your real body what health looks like, and it can solve any health issue. You don't have any of that going on. So even if you work really hard at this to make it go away, it's going to be really difficult because everything requires energy. Healing requires energy. And the body requires energy from the earth. So you have to get in your body. You have to get grounded. You have to start pulling up earth energy. And for you, you have to start to trust because you don't trust. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Trust, like trust other people? Or yeah, trust- just trust in general. You know, you you rely on yourself. You're very independent, fiercely independent, by the way, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but you have to trust and let other people help you. And you have okay. pro- probably from previous lifetimes, for logical good reasons, you've learned not to trust people. And I think you need to trust the earth. I think you need to stop worrying about the planet because most people who worry about the planet can't be grounded or pull up earth energy because they're trying to protect the planet. And if the planet wanted to get rid of us, all she'd have to do is fart and burp and cough a few times and we'd all be gone. But she actually loves the 7 billion human souls on the on the earth and all the other amazing souls that are on the earth. So as I said that to you, about the earth, you started to turn around your energy and you began to pull some up into your physical form. So this will help you to heal. And I would, I would say, do a what if question. What if I easily trust all of creation and I let go? What if I easily trust all of creation and let go? Yeah. And I would say it every hour for a couple minutes for at least two weeks. And you can okay. say it silently too. You don't have to say it out loud. Okay. Okay. I will do that. Is there anything from the like conventional medical perspective that you think I should be checking out? I don't think you should do anything until you get your energy elevated because it won't matter. It's not going to work. Okay. Okay. And that that what if question is the main intervention for the first chakra. And, you know, visualize energy coming up into your body from the earth. Let the earth give to you. Trust it. Don't try to protect it. Okay. Okay. Have a good Thank day. You. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks, Laura, for joining us from uh, the Vancouver area, whichever one. Uh, they're both great. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They're yeah, both Yeah, you're fantastic. just not sure if it was Vancouver, That's okay. Washington, no big deal. or British well, That's okay. okay. It's all good. Uh, we'll travel. To, uh, I know where Sacramento, That's California is. So uh, Casey from Sacramento. Hi, Casey. Hello. Hi, Casey. Hello. How good are you? Good to talk to you both. Very well, thank you. Good to listen to the conversation this morning. Wonderful. Uh, may I, I'm taking your energy uh healing coaching and can oh, you tell me you. anything i need to to work on uh between now and then and oh. i also want to know about my deceased father hmm. if you would tell you know your dad is kind of a hoot would you agree with that comment you know when he no. was you wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> well funny. i think you have some healing to do about your dad you know but, but i think he's a hoot and of course, oh, he, he wasn't my father, right? So I don't have the baggage regarding it. And, and I'm also at a place, I think, when I, when I look at people acting very unconscious, I think it's kind of a hoot versus, oh, okay. well, think about it. Like how, how many people, especially people who are listening to my show and who are maybe more liberal in their, in their political views, don't think that all the other people who are acting in the complete opposition are a hoot, and what if we all started to think of people who are acting different than we are as a hoot versus <laughs> threatening, you know, or dangerous? What if we just well, thought of them as a hoot? Okay. So I'm thinking I'm thinking my angel's telling me not to contact him with just now. And he passed the way your dad did 48 years ago. And I think he's just now going to the light. No, that's not but, true. He passed. He crossed over quickly. Angels would never tell you not to contact anyone. Okay. So, and so, what would happen? What, what would happen? Let's say if let's say if somebody was abusive to someone emotionally, verbally, whatnot, and your dad's a hoot, and we now know what my definition of that is. Um, <laughs> that what would happen is he can't come close to you. Anyone who was abusive to someone in a in a lifetime, and who's crossed over, and let's say we're still on Earth. 
They can't come close to our auric field until they change their energy. He has clearly changed his energy. So uh, oh, I, I know you're very intuitive, but you use a lot of fear in your analogy of intuition, and fear has nothing to do with anything that's correct or accurate. I get, I get so much trickster energy. I don't know how to get rid of it. But... Well, you're going to find out in our class. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. You're going to have a great time. Your father is blowing you kisses. He's kissing you all over your face. And he says, just remember, I wasn't really the teacher in, in our family. He goes, you would have been the greatest teacher of our family, but we didn't believe in listening to children. So disregard anything I told you. That's what he says. It's adorable. He's a hoot. A hoot. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Bonnie. You're welcome. Really have a beautiful day. You too. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye. Thanks very much, Casey, for joining the show from Sacramento. 877-825-8828. We'll take now Laura, another one. Hi. Um, I was wondering uh, what you see with uh, my relationship and uh, my career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, those are both big questions. Why don't we choose one? Yep. I'm, I'm going to choose relationship. And how long have you been in this relationship that you're talking about? A little over two years. Oh, so not very long. But why does it feel so complicated? A it, lot of fighting. Okay. So why are you guys together? I don't really understand. Uh, well, maybe we shouldn't be. Well, I mean, I th- here's what I think. And you can disagree with anything I say, right? Which, remember, free will is the strongest law in the universe. I think that you are a pretty easygoing person. Would you agree? Um, some people think so, and a lot don't. So. Oh, really? So the lot who don't think so, what is their reasoning behind that, if you don't mind sharing? I'm not sure. Maybe... That I'm particular. Mm-hmm. So picky. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so... I am, that's for sure. You're not the only one. Yeah, so but... don't worry. But isn't... Benny's a sweetheart. I mean, you know, he's... But picky. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. Perhaps you are. I don't really know. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't know who these people are who are saying you're picky, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. What I'm trying to say is, I think you're a fairly easygoing person. I think that you know how to compromise in relationship. I think you're a very good giver. If you agree that's true and it's not happening with your partner, that's problematic. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. even though this relationship is two years old, it feels like it's 20 years old and I'm exhausted when I look at it. Exhausted. So I think you two need to reevaluate your partnership and, and be honest with each other. I think things are supposed to get better over time, not worse. And that's always a sign, whether it's a new job, a new relationship, a new health regimen. If things don't improve, it's not the right fit. It doesn't mean there won't be some complications potentially, but then we find great solutions for them when we are in a good fit for a career, for friendships, for intimacy, for even our health um, and healing modalities. But I don't see that happening with you guys. So I think you guys need to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, conversation to maybe uh, part ways because yeah. it's just not yeah. working. It's, yeah. it's exhausting. Would you agree it's exhausting? It is. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so not a good sign. Ding, 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 ding. Okay? Yeah. Okay. What about the potential of very much. a counselor, perhaps? Yeah, I mean. Any choice? Sure. Option That's there? an option. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't know. I, I don't think your partner is open. Mm-hmm. Is your partner open to therapy? Well, um, no, not very much. Well, there we go. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
Have a great day. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks very much for joining the show. 877-825-8828. And let's scroll uh, over to uh, JJ, who's calling in from South Carolina. Hi, JJ. Hi. Hi, JJ. How are you? I am so excited to talk to you. I just love what you're doing. Thank you. And you know, one of my favorite people lives in South Carolina, Suzanne Giesman. Um, I know. She's on the coast. I'm near the mountains. Oh, are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found you through Suzanne. Did you? You know, we have we have met virtually and we love each other. So I can't wait to wait till we can actually hug each other and even teach um, live, you know, to like a uh, not an online course, but, you know, to a live audience. I went to her course in Savannah a few weeks ago. and It was amazing to see her in person. She's incredible. She's one of my favorites. She is. So what can I do for you? You are my. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what can I do for you? So I'm doing um, stuff with Suzanne. I'm also doing your shift course right oh, now. Thank you. That cor- that class is so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but what I, I've got kind of two questions that sure. might or might not relate. Okay. When I'm trying to meditate or do any kind of guided vis- visualizations, and this has been going on kind of for years, I get like these sort of jerky chronic movements. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're almost always on my left side. Mm-hmm. But lately, they've been a little more kind of violent, almost as if you fell asleep, you know, while you're driving yeah. and you jerk. Yeah. So so the, this At is actually, it it's actually shocking. very good. It's a good thing. What it means is that when you're doing these things, you're channel, channeling in a lot of energy. And the jerk is when they're hitting areas of um, resistance in your energy system. And they're kind of waking it up and unblocking it the whole left hand side of the body is about receiving and um you're you're a southern woman um southern women are even more generous than the rest of us and more compassionate and more giving and you know you need to learn to receive and not just constantly give and take care of everyone i love that it's starting to move in other parts of your body don't be alarmed by it let it happen value it appreciate it, it it's actually doing something very good for you Okay. I I wasn't sure if that was like somehow, you know, spirit world trying to speak to me. I'm trying to figure it, out where it's my talent lies. <laughs> right. And and so if you let this energy cuz it's hitting resistance. That's why you're jerking, right? That that's what happens when okay. people when people start to open up kundalini who have not opened up to kundalini, um they have like weird movements in their body because the kundalini is trying to break apart resistance. I can't say for sure that's exactly what happening is happening for you because I feel like you actually have already some kundalini energy in your second chakra. Um, and it might have to do with, uh, and I don't mean any any positive or negative comments with it I'm about to say, say, but like sexual pleasure might be good in your life, which helps with kundalini. But the, um, the rest that you're feeling, because it's mostly coming from the top, I see energy coming in through the top of your head and then you start having these you know, uh, movements as it hits resistance, that's really great. Kundalini energy comes in through the lower back, enters into the body at the second chakra. So, and I think you have uh, at least a decent amount of that energy already happening there. But the rest that's going is actually good for you. Let it happen. Embrace it. Relax with okay. it. Just get curious with it. Don't try to fight it. Let it let it do its, its job. All right. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'll see you on Tuesday. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks very much, JJ, for joining the show. And from South Carolina, 877-825-8828. And we will now take Myra calling in from, is it Devonport or Davenport? Devonport. Devonport. Thank you very much. So, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Great. What can I do for you, Myra? Um, uh, well, thank you. And um, I just wanted you to look at my health picture and mm-hmm. my chakras. Mm-hmm. So how many people do you have in your life right now? Like, do you have a big family? I mean, you it's just... not all that... It's not all that big. You know, it's my parents, my siblings, and my, my immediate husband. Does everybody live together, or do you live really close to each other? We, we actually live apart, uh-huh. but um, I, I have... We kind of mix, like, my stepson is coming, my mother-in-law will be coming. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Can you go get a hotel room? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> you are just worn, worn out. And like most women, you're, you're gracious and kind and giving, and you want everyone to have a good time, and you worry about everybody. Can you please just go get a hotel room, please? I mean, like for four days. You just I want you to go to a really nice hotel, order room service, go down and eat dinner in the dining room by yourself, go, go get a massage, go walk the grounds. Believe me, I'm going to be doing this myself soon. Um, just go. Just Get out of Dodge, please. Yes, I feel, yes. Okay. Sounds amazing, really? It do, okay, yeah. even Benny Sounds wants amazing. to go. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> okay, Benny needs a, needs a hotel need escape. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, every, even men need it, right? Everybody needs it these days, especially now that people are working from, from home. If the women have been the, like the traditional caregiver and now the husbands are home and they're having to be caregivers too. And, you know, if, if they don't weren't traditionally, because I know Benny's always been a traditional care uh, caregiver for his family and his children as well. Um, the men need um, hotel breakouts. So here's, so yes, that, please go ahead and go have a hotel vacation and stop worrying about everyone. Stop making, stop making your home so desirable so that people will stop landing in your house and you stop being, you know, every hotel worker in your own home from the chef to the housekeeper to the event planner. You know what I mean? Yes. Make it less comfortable. Like, oh, I don't have time to wash those sheets again this week. Sorry, could you put them in the laundry for me? Oh, could you warm up all the leftovers, please? Oh, could you set the table? You know, make them work for you. Yes, that would be very helpful, actually. <laughs> How are my chakras? Um, so you're you're actually grounded. You're taking in energy from the first chakra, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh. That's excellent. I don't see a leak, but you are tired. And I am. you're going to have to de- delegate uh, work for others. I'm going to actually recommend an herbal remedy, but I want everyone to know I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a naturopath. If you're taking other medications, you need to double check with your doctor or a ph- pharmacist. I don't know if I could, I think I can say, can I say the, the other donkey word on the air, um, Benny? <laughs> okay. So there's this wonderful, <laughs> it's called kick-ass immunity formula. That I works. take it all winter. Um, it's fabulous. It's this liquid herb, herbal formula. But again, if anyone's taking medication, or, you know, you don't know what your allergies are, ask a professional, please, because everyone's unique and different. But I think that would work great for you so we can get your immune system working better and not completely reacting to your exhaustion okay what is it called kick ass immunity and it's you, oh. you buy it in a health food store you can order it on amazon and you just take it like every four hours before you get sick or when you're not feeling well and it will help you stay healthy okay perfect thank you you're awesome okay have a great day <laughs> thanks very much for joining the show 877-825-8828 
if you don't have the number, you got to get it now. We're almost out of time anyways, Aww. but we have time for maybe one, maybe two. Okay. Let's do one for sure. Susan from Northern California. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hi, Marie. Hi, Susan. How are you? I am I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Uh, my question is, yes, uh, my question is I wanted you to uh, assess my chakras, especially my third chakra. I have a... Um, I'm in, I'm severely immunocompromised mm. due to chemo and radiation. Oh. And it's at one point four to one under under two, and um, I'm. Are you, are you doing your treatments at home, or are you just going in to like an outpatient and getting infusions and then going home? I'm I'm done with it actually. Oh, good. A few years ago. Okay. Oh, um, okay. So how come your immune system hasn't come up yet? I don't know. Very, very, very interesting. Because I just read your energy. I don't see a leak anywhere. Is your father deceased? No. Okay. Is he sick? Mm, No. Uh, He has uh, maybe congestive heart failure, but he's... But he's doing fine for now. Okay. Were you... Do you have a grandfather that is deceased that you were really close to? Mm, No. (laughs) Okay. Do you have an uncle? A father-in-law, someone who's deceased or on the other side, or someone who could be demented and alive, but they're not really present, if that makes sense. Because there is a man who's deceased, or one of those definitions, standing next to you that wants to talk to you about all of this. So do you have an I uncle? I can't think of well, I have uncles asked, but I, I can't say I was extremely close. Well, I didn't say extremely. Was, so oh. I did not say extremely that, we, that you were close to or who was kind to you? Yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So you have a male relative who's deceased who is kind to you who's on the other side. I have a couple, yes. A couple. Okay. So they're wanting to talk to you because, um, first of all, they're very, very sorry. Uh, and I think this is going to be on your father's side because I can't get the word father out of my head. And I think this is on your father's side of the family. Um, they want to talk to you about... Um, well, first of all, they're very sorry that, you know, all of these things happened to you and you got ill and went through treatment. It was very scary for you. Would you say that's true? Mm-hmm. It was yes. terrifying for you. And I think that's why your immune system hasn't caught up yet, because you're still in the vibration of the fear. And mm-hmm. they want you to let them in. So masculine energy is important for you. You have strong masculine energy, even though you're a woman, as I do. And you're keeping masculine energy outside of your body. You need to let it in because that's what's going to pump up your immune system. So here's what I want you to do. I can say it in like 30 seconds. I want you to, what if I, this is your what if question. What if I allow healthy masculine energy in my body? That's your, that's the only thing I want you to say every hour for the next three weeks for like two to three minutes, repeat the question and then let me know how things are going. Okay. Okay. Is it safe for me to get the COVID vaccine? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I actually think the vaccine is lovely. I'm not 100% sure. Will you please ask a natural path? Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Joyful blessings for you. And fall in love with yourself. You deserve it. You're amazing. Bye-bye for now. 